five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh from the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. And uh, Merry Christmas to you all. We celebrate Christmas right up till Theophany, so it's still Christmas for me. Um, and uh, let's get over to the news. Let's see what we got here today. Okay, Lamborghini has a holiday video, which you know we're going to watch. And uh, apparently they've been doing these fun things for a few years. This is a very special uncle, and so let's get over to the story. Here we go. Bonk. Floating on air, and I leapt straight out of my chair. Board, he gets a guitar. He's I swear I must have been dreaming. And it's got if a remote I'm control sleeping, in it. Just don't wake me up like now. Radio control car. Let look me out the window. Linger. And meet her somehow. From his uncle. And the now dad's looking at him like crazy. And there's a Lamborghini, and you hear it roaring up. It's not clear if this is a big RC car or a real car. Now it starts to drift her around the driveway. And it's pretty clear it's not just a model. The kid thinks he's controlling it. Stop, and there's the uncle inside. Let's go for a ride. And then dad gives him a look like, what did you do now? And that's the way it is. <laughs> Unexpected emotions are more than just a gift. Lamborghini. Okay, it was a lot of fun. I liked it. It's fun. You know, and I wouldn't mind a Lamborghini in my yard, in my front yard, or my driveway, but there's a lot to take care of. <laughs> I doubt if I'd want to pay for an oil change for one of those buggers. But anyway, that's just me. I hope you have a Lamborghini in your yard. <clears throat> so let's get over to the rest of the news. Okay, I wanted to just loop over to uh, mention the NASA James Webb Space Telescope is now beyond the moon. I, You know, when I first looked at what they were going to do with that telescope, and they said that it was going to be beyond the moon, and the moon has a dark side according to us but anyway there's a way that you can keep it but keep the moon between it and the sun it's going to orbit in such a way around the moon in a solar orbit that it's always in the shade and that'll help it because it's got such sensitive cameras that you know don't look at the sun right so uh it's just past the 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 orbit of the moon and now it's going to it's going to find a little spot out there where it, it will be gravitationally it's like it stays put there uh l2 i forget what l2 lagrange point number two every every uh every orbiting body two orbiting bodies have spots where things stay there and behave themselves and so they're putting it out there and now it's got to unfold and it's just starting to unfold now and uh, there's some 300 potential fail points so it's like everybody at NASA is in prayer this week <laughs> it launched on Christmas which I think is interesting and the the most the most important part to keep in mind on my desktop you can't see my desktop right here and on my wall up up here is a picture of the uh, of the Hubble Deep Space Project. I think that's what it's called. And um, 
an amateur astronomer decided or thought it would be a good idea to aim it at a dark spot and see if it could see anything. Because with, with a camera, with a normal camera, if you keep the lens open and you, like if you want to do telephoto at night, uh, what you do is you, you know, you, you, you telephoto reduces the amount of light because it's focusing on a smaller spot. And so uh, even really sensitive cameras, what you have to do is you have to leave them open for a while. And so you adjust the, the aperture to a second or two seconds or three seconds if there's not a lot of movement. And you'll get a better picture uh, if you're zooming out, in uh, to see something far away. And so he said, well, let's keep it aimed at a dark spot in space that we think there's nothing there. And uh, we'll do it for a month and see what we get. And, and all the professional astronomers laughed at him and said, well, there's nothing there or we would see it. Well, let's give it a try. So anyway, they gave him 10 days. They were busy. They, they had a lot of other things to do. And it turns out that as the Hubble is, is orbiting around the Earth, to keep it aimed at one spot is a little bit of a task. Uh, apparently, it was a, a toughie. And, uh, but they finally did it. And the reason I keep it on my wall is because they, what they found in a spot they didn't think they would find anything, it was, it was the size of a grain of sand held at arm's length. That's the size of the piece of space they looked at. And uh, it turned out when they got the film or whatever, when they got the, the you know, all the images sort of all overlapped, they got uh, 1,800, 1,800, 1,500 new galaxies, not stars, but galaxies that they didn't know were out there. And each galaxy, on average, contains about 200 billion stars. So that one image rewrote cosmology, rewrote all that we know about the universe. And now we're going to have a telescope that can see 1,000 times. No, I think it's only 100 times. I think it's 100 times more powerful than the Hubble. But still, 100 times is a lot. You know, if your eyes were suddenly a hundred times more powerful, that's almost the dis the difference between between being awake and being asleep. So this is a big deal, and um, maybe we'll keep you posted as it unfolds. It's going to be the biggest uh, telescope in space, and as I said, it can peer back to the very beginning of the Big Bang. You know, let there be light, as God said. Um, and so they'll be able to see see what is what's out there you know i'm hoping for a for a big sign that says go pack go or something like that just to really really throw them off but i'm sure there'll be surprises we'll see what happens okay this is an article by summer gould that i've been wanting to get to um but it wasn't really christmasy so i've been holding off but summer says one of my favorite things to do is to look at the direct mail I get at home as well as at work. I like to see what people are doing, offering, and how. This can help me. Yeah, this can help me give ideas to customers for future projects, or can be an example of what not to do. Either way, every piece of mail I get can provide examples. So, piece number one is a six by eleven envelope. That's pretty big size. That's like eight and a half by eleven, only a little more narrow. Um, letter and flat shaped piece. First, using a 6 by 11 envelope is attention getting because it's larger, but even better, it allows the mailer to pay for letter rate postage. I don't think I have anything on my desk that size. Let me 
think so. But um, it's a cool idea. It's a very good idea. Okay, so as I pulled the inserts out of the envelope, I immediately realized the flat shape was a pop-up. It popped up into the shape of a house. And there are many shaped options for you to choose from to pick the best fit. They put like a little rubber band in it and it goes three-dimensional. I would have liked to see pictures. I went back to look at the original and I thought there would be pictures, but there weren't any pictures. Okay, the messaging was on all four sides of the house and I could look th lift the roof to find more interesting, to find more messaging there. Plenty of room for a call to action and important information. Be unique, grab attention, get the sale. <clears throat> That's the sort of thing, especially for realtors. You know, the key to, to, to long-term success as a realtor, I've, I've been told, is getting listings. If you get the listings, essentially, you know, you become the seller, the representative of the, of the seller, and no matter who buys it, you get paid. Um, whereas if you're just going out trying to help a buyer, uh, you may not have anything that they want. And so there may be a lot of effort for nothing. But if you have a, 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 a good assortment, a good inventory, <clears throat> then you're sure to make money long term. And so that's what you're after. You're after the, the, you're after the listings. And I knew when, when we put my mother's house up for sale, I knew probably probably knew six eight realtors really well and there was a couple of them on my street neighbors um so who should i list my my mom's house with well i listed it with another with the one friend who had actually brought buyers around uh he'd done that for a couple of times he said i know you're not the house isn't for sale but if something should change you know would you mind we just walk around the yard we won't go inside or anything and um you know i thought well that's the kind of that's the kind of guy i want Somebody's doing a little extra. And so, uh, and he sends me a Packers schedule every year for the refrigerator. So he got the listing and it was, you know, I'm sure it was well worth his time. Um, so mail piece number two, I mean, this pop-up, my final point is that that's the kind of thing that people will remember when things change and they decide to list their house. Cause there's always a process of making that decision. You know, and one of the pieces of that decision is who shall I list my home with? And the, the, the person that's been standing out over, over the years, even if you know a lot of realtors, you probably will go with the one that seems to be putting out the little extra effort. Mail piece number two, retention. <clears throat> Six by nine mailer, roll folded with three panels. The first thing I noticed about this was the door, was the colors. Very bright, vibrant. I needed to open the mailer to see the full picture. That built my curiosity. The mailing was tabbed. I prefer mailers that are fugitive glued closed so that they're not only easier to open without tearing, but they don't take away from the design. Uh, it had two coupon cards, a 25% discount on my purchase. The other was a 50% discount uh, if I got a friend to buy also. Then they get me in, so they get a new customer in the process. So these two direct mail examples worked on me because they got my attention and, and the offers were relevant to me. If there are only two things you take away from reading today, I hope they are. Direct mail needs to stand out and direct mail needs to be relevant to the recipient. And not necessarily relevant this moment. That's the fallacy of we know what you'll buy next. You know, the fallacy is that you can predict what I'm going to want next and I don't even know what I want next. But long term, I probably will sell my house. I probably will need furnace repair. I probably will need, you know, my carpets cleaned or something. Um, maybe not today. So the, the relevance of it is not necessarily immediate. And your message is not necessarily relevant today. But 
it could be relevant in the future and that's really all that you can hope for okay so mail so the idea is to mail the people who are interested in your offer yeah well yeah 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 that's not possible but anyway other than that it's a great article <laughs> and i wanted to i got these things in the mail the last few days and i wanted to show you some of these so this white turtleneck is part of a mailer I got you can't probably see it let's let's try and cam this up a little better hit the cam button okay so this is a mailer from Land's End uh, this is the address oops the address and of other stuff over there that I couldn't read it was too small to, to read but basically it says it offers ends December 21st I could read the small print I turned it over and then it makes sense to me 50% off I thought it was a joke. I'd never seen a 50% off offer. I've only seen 40. And usually when it gets to 40, I, I buy it. And so this turtleneck was about $17, you know, plus tax and shipping. I bought three turtlenecks because you know how I like Land's End turtlenecks because of this mailing right here. It's a simple mailing, not much to it. I'm not even sure why they take up all that room with the mountains and stuff, except to maybe convey the idea that they have mountain gear. <laughs> <laughs> they don't I mean they're in the middle of a cornfield they're not out on the mountains they they have gear but they don't have mountains anyway then I got this mailing and and this intrigued me because I thought well what is chewy spend less lounge more and I was hoping it was for like I got this beautiful afghan that my wife made for me and it is so thick and so wonderful I doubt if I'll ever get to try it hardly because <laughs> it's just too nice <laughs> anyway so there's all this stuff on it. I could not figure out how to get it open. And I was about ready to just tear it in half. But I knew that there was some kind of, there were multiple folds. Okay, so here's where I might depart from. I couldn't figure out where it opens. I just couldn't. I mean, so now, I mean, it just doesn't open, right? And I think, oh, here, here, it finally, I got a loose part. And this is the fugitive glue that uh see the advantage of the tap and see it's there's a piece of glue <laughs> it just keeps going it's like rubber cement that's what that is anyway it's i think this is you know this gummy glue but i never did open it it's got a it's got a it's got a, a like a like a gift card on there and maybe that's variable i can't tell but it's glued on really hard but we don't have any pets we've never had pets my wife had a dog when she was a, a girl, but didn't want one when she grew up. We had four kids. That's enough. Anyway, so it wasn't relevant to me at all, and it wasn't openable. So, but, you know, it's uh, a nice mailer. You know, it's wonderful format, but I would prefer the tabs because the tabs tell me this is where it opens. I can tell where it opens. I have a problem opening things. I stabbed myself trying to get hamburgers open on uh, Christmas Eve and I'm always having trouble opening the most simple packaging so that one's going in the trash my my friend Mary England up at Amadon graphics she's made a career of just looking at the mailers and saying could we print this and could we print it inexpensively could we print this better and then she calls them up and finds the marketing person and says you know this is a really nice piece and uh, how did you think it through and and sometimes at Amadon, they've created whole new categories for themselves. You know, like she she single-handedly invented the, the the gift response card 
in the uh, Our Daily Bread Digest Size Bible Reading book booklets. There's a whole there's a whole category of those. They said nobody could make the book. Nobody could make an envelope, and she increased the the giving four 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 full fourfold four hundred percent. 400% more gifts came in when they had an envelope bound into the little booklet. So you can make a living just looking at mailing pieces. One of the great thing one of the great things about mail is that we get to see what you're up to. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.